Adam Brandon, welcome back to the C.L. Bryan Show. How are you, friend? C.L., it's great to be on the program. Glad that you're there, Adam. There's, there's one thing I want to lead off in our conversation with, and that is pause politics. Adam, that's a campaign of Freedom Works. Tell us all about it. <laughs> it is because it's every time. It's like, like you, like probably all your listeners, it is getting more and more frustrating to turn the news on. I've got a, a text thread with my best friends from high school. And these are guys I've known since 1994, maybe. And we've remained close ever since then. And I have to say, for like all five of us, our relationships are getting strained over politics. Yeah. And it's not even that we're that different. It's just everything has become politicized. And what I can tell is that when we talk together... The, the fun of the conversations are gone because of the heaviness of the situations that we find ourselves in today. Yeah. Uh, some of my friends are Republicans. Some of them are Democrats. But, you know, historically, we haven't, you know, we've, we've, we've argued a little bit here or there, but it's just gotten to the point where we need time off. And so what our pause politics campaign is about is we've got this beautiful holiday coming up of Labor Day. What a fantastic day to put your phones down, turn the cable news off, and just spend time with your friends and your family. Have a beer with your neighbors. But what we're also asking people to do is during this day, take a picture of yourself having fun, having a drink with your with your kids, with your friends, and, and put, you know put it up on this on the, you know share it around. So that we can we can show that America, the common fiber that makes America, is still great. And then, if you could go one step further, we're also asking people, and I've got a little list of folks in any relationship that has been strained by politics, any dear loved one that you've had, or old close friend that you've had. Maybe this Labor Day, we could just stop talking about politics for a day, and then we could you know find time to connect with those folks. Now, I plan on talking about politics every other day between now and November third. But one day this year, I'm going to commit to make sure that we just clear the decks on politics and spend time with our friends and family. Let's clear the decks on about politics, at least for one day, September 7th, September 7th. Put that on your calendar. Let's take the time to celebrate one another as Americans. FreedomWorks is leading the way. FreedomWorks.org. FreedomWorks.org. Go there. Find out more about uh, this organization. Hey, so, yes, Adam. So- I mean, this just hurts my soul to say this, but I, you know, we, if you visited my brand new home, we were very proud to put an American flag up, but it broke my heart when one of our neighbors, uh, who's a close friend of ours, uh, her, her husband said that they're not going to put an American flag up because he's too scared. It's too political. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine that's where we are today when people who love this country are just like, you know, I'm not, that's a political, it is, it is the one symbol that's supposed to be above politics. I know in my family, we had people, you know, that served in our foreign wars, um, and, 
that was the one symbol that was supposed to bring us all together. Republicans and Democrats won World War II, not Republicans or Democrats. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely right. And you know, Adam, what's spilling out into the streets of America is also very ugly. And you experienced some of that firsthand. You and our good friend and colleague, Phil Bell. And folks, you'd like Phil. Believe me. But tell us about that, Adam. That has to be the most horrifying thing, experience that a person, a man can experience is being taken on by a maddening mob. Talk to us about it. Right. And you know, I, 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 I've read about this in other countries. I've read about this in history taking place. But I just didn't think that was part of what we were today. Look, we've been at Freedom Works rallies and events where protesters have come, and it's gotten hot. There's no doubt about it. But there, it was always safe in the sense that you could take a step back. There would be police around. Or if you see a political, you know, something that's getting a little edgy, you could take a long walk, go around the block to get away from it. But I was invited to hear the president's uh, RNC closing speech at the White House. And when I left CL, the, the D.C. police set up a perimeter around the White House so that cars couldn't drive in. And I'm sure that's to prevent agitators or people from ramming a crowd or, or, or a terrorist bringing in a weapon, any of that. I understand. But, but the police set up this perimeter, but they didn't get out of their cars. Wow. Or at least the area I was in, they were, they were nowhere to be seen. Because they were several blocks away. So when I left the White House, the White House was incredibly secure, obviously. But the minute you left the gates, it was like a movie, like you leaving the fortress and you were in the wilds. You were you had no protection. And as soon as I walked out and I walked out with a small group when they unlocked, they unlocked the gate and let a bunch of us out and shut the gate behind us. And it was a cold, it was, it was a scary cold sound to hear that gate lock because there was no going back. <laughs> and then you were immediately greeted by an incredibly angry, angry mob. And I came home, I, I remember CL, I finally ran the gauntlet, it took me about 15 minutes to get through everything. But when I finally got to my car, I was shaking so bad. It took me probably 10 minutes just to sit there and try and calm down so I could drive out. Because my my hands were shaking so bad. And then I got, one of the reasons I left, I was like, I got to get out of here before that mob comes down here and beats me in my car. Wow. So it was that scary. And and and, 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 uh, that night I got home, I went right on Twitter. I saw all kinds of videos from other people, not me, but I saw other people who had the exact same experience. Wow. And, and I'll tell you what that is, just so your listeners can put, try and put yourself in my shoes. You would take a step. You would have a couple people get in your face about an inch or two away with bullhorns wow. screaming stuff in your face. You'd have someone in front of you poking you in your chest, and then you'd have someone behind you um, getting back, uh, you know, hit, you know, pushing you from behind. It was a complete sensory overload, and then you'd kind of get free of that group, and another one would latch on to you, and your your you know the fight or flight starts getting triggered in your body. Um, but you know, if you start to fight, you are so outnumbered. Yeah, that you would you, that there is no, you just got to try and you know I've got a little baby on the way. Yeah, it was my responsibility to get myself out of the situation, and you can understand why why there's starting to be these shootings that start to pop up. You know what, Adam? It's it so sounds terrifying. 
It's that people, you, you, get, you get scared. It sounds as though you were actually assaulted. You, you, there was, you were spat on. You were pushed. You were poked. Yeah. You were assaulted. And the police, they did not. Wow, wow, wow. Adam. Nowhere to be seen. And it wasn't just me. And yeah, you look at all the videos. There's a video of a guy walking, caught himself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Some protester came up from behind him and just cold clocked him and knocked him out. And, uh, you know, you saw the videos of Rand Paul. Now, he did have some police, but even the police officers were getting shoved. And, you know, that and then I read in the Washington Post the next day was a mostly peaceful demonstration. You know, CL, these protesters erected a guillotine, you know, straight French Revolution outside the White House. Can you imagine during the Tea Party days? Yeah. If we would have put a guillotine up outside Barack Obama's White House, what the media would say. Oh, my Frankly, they goodness. would not oh, have called it a, not a peaceful protest. Oh, my. Adam, they would have tarred and feathered, boiled this in oil if that had occurred. But you saw a guillotine, uh, a, 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 a resemblance of a guillotine. <laughs> A replica of a guillotine outside the White House. Folks, this is why we must take America back. Listen, Adam, give us an idea of what America looks like either way. Do, 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 when do we go back to a semblance of normalcy, even with the defeat of Corona? Do we ever see the America that we saw first? You know what has to happen is people have to start staying. You, know, you get so coward into saying in not saying things right now. And um, I think, you know, it's the, the hardest thing for me right now to see is this whole the phrase Black Lives Matter. I obviously believe that every every life matters. Every black life matters. I will sign on to that every day with my with all my being. But when you look at the noun Black Lives Matter, the capital letters, what the organization stands for, uh, the supporters, when you go on their website, they will out and out say that this this is a Marxist-oriented group. Um, there is a paragraph that I read when I went to their website that was describing that they don't believe in the nuclear family. Yeah, that's true. And, and they this, this is what they straight up say. So when you start to say, like, yes, I believe Black Lives Matter, of course – but then when you start to say, I, I, you know, I believe in the organization Black Lives Matter, and you start signing up for that goal, that is a radical change of our entire, our entire civilization. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we're all, we're all scared, too scared to say anything. We, I think which, at some point we, there needs to be the general enough is enough. You know, you know, racism is not welcome. Race, you know, we had a we had some horrible parts to our past, but this is not that doesn't define the country. What defines the country is the struggles that overcame and where we are today, and what what we're able to do with the blessings of liberty and freedom. That's what defines America, not parts of cherry picked parts of our past. Not cherry picked parts of our past is where our definitions of America is found. Adam Brandon is my guest, president of FreedomWorks, freedomworks.org. Adam, I have about uh, three minutes left in this segment. I'd like for you to stay with me for a couple of minutes um, past the past the break, if you can. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam, I, I, I want to talk about uh, the goals of an organization like FreedomWorks in times like these? What type of course does a president set for an organization 
like freedom works. You know, the main goal we could do is give people hope, and you give people hope by showing them that there is a way forward. And the way we like to show people a way forward is by training them to get involved in our process. I think there's nothing more empowering. Um, there's nothing less empowering than watching the news and getting frustrated. There's nothing more empowering than when you start to get involved and we teach you how to do things like reach out to your local officials, go visit a congressman, uh, different you know, training people directly on how to use social media to get make their voice heard. When you empower people, it makes them feel a lot better. I mean, going back to my experience, the most terrifying part of walking out of that White House was I was completely out of power. I was I was at the mercy of the mob. If they decided to beat me, they would beat me. If they let me go, they let me go. I was out of my control. But when, And that's what I think, that's when depression and anger, that's when those emotions take hold of us is when we feel disempowered. In an organization like FreedomWorks, our goal is to empower people who want to take a, a step and say look this is go this is this is going too far this is you know this is not the country that that we we're trying to live up to be and that's what we're trying to do at freedom works i uh, want to go through the scenario the steps of evolution that you and i have both seen with freedom works adam from the time of the grassroots movement 11 years ago this september can you imagine that adam 11 years ago up until this point in time what does that look like when the C.L. Bryant show returns with Adam Brandon, president of Freedom Works, we're going to examine uh, that evolution, the part that Freedom Works has played in that evolution, and also where does grassroots activism go from 2020 forward? I also want to ask uh, the president of Freedom Works, Adam Brandon, who is my special guest now, about uh, the marked differences between the two campaigns, both Biden and Trump. And, of course, my friends, the importance of your vote. We will be back with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free uh, the C.L. Bryant Show app. If you're traveling through Times Square, about a block away from where they drop the big ball, is the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not. Above that iconic building is the Talk Monster billboard. That is Red State Talk the largest talk platform in the nation and the most listened to around the globe. Uh, the C.L. Bryant Show pops up there every hour. And old C.L.'s face looking right back at you. Thank you for making our show as popular as it has become around our country. Adam and I are both going to talk about our experiences of talking to uh, Newsmax. Uh, he yesterday and myself uh, this uh, morning. And be sure to go to FreedomWorks, FreedomWorks.org. Org and become a part of a movement of educating and mobilizing the largest grassroots effort in America. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. I'm on with my good friend and my president of Freedom Works, Adam Brandon. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. Yes, I do stand up for it every time, and I will continue to do what Adam was um, saying that um, relatives of his have fought in uh, the world wars my father world war two grandfather world war one great grandfather spanish-american war and i have a great affinity a great love for the american flag it's in my dna and it's certainly in Adam's DNA. He actually reenacts and reen- was, at least was, before he became president, a reenactor of uh, uh, the, the wars and so forth, uh, Revolutionary War in particular. Adam Brandon, my special guest. Adam, um, we have an election coming up. America is uneasy. It's at unrest. It's at great unrest. Either way this election goes, do you expect that unrest to continue? Uh, how, do you see, how are you seeing that? You know, Seal, I do, uh, just because it's such a divided nation, and no matter what the result is going to be, you're going to have so many, such a significant number of people who are upset with the result. One of the biggest problems I think we're facing is that we're continuing to change our election laws in the process of an election. So a lot of people, no matter what happens, are going to feel that the election was rigged, that the votes were stolen, that there was there's impropriety. And that all goes back to that when you start screwing around with election law, while, right while the election is actually happening, no good can come from that. Um, so that being said, like we are heading into a, a season that's going to be um, like I, I've actually we usually have an election party at Freedom Works, but I decided to, that we're not going to have one this year because if Trump wins the election, I'm scared for the office and our employees' safety in D.C. If there, if, if you know, if and when President Trump wins re-election, and if if Trump does not win re-election, you're going to have a significant number of conservatives and people like me who are going to look at all the voter irregularities that are would happen surrounding the weakening of these election laws. So, and then, frankly, I doubt we'll know the the outcomes for for very much on election day because. There's going to be legal challenges, and there's going to be recounts, and then there's going to be, the, is this ballot valid or not? So it's it's not, it's a scary, disappointing time in our history. I do believe we will get through eventually, um, but, but I think there's going to there may be some more carnage um, along the way. Then Adam, does that change the approach? Of activism, uh, everyone has noticed that Freedom Works has become more of a media company, and it's become very yeah. successful at that. So, talk to us about that. Well, so much about the, the political battles today. We do grassroots, but there's the on the ground grassroots that we do. But then, 
we were very fortunate that we had this very robust online portion, 5 million people on Facebook, 300,000 on Twitter, 100,000 on Instagram. Uh, when, when we are routinely, when we talk to the social media platforms, we have one of the most active communities around. Uh, so when we, we had to postpone all of our grassroots on the ground events, we still had such a significant amount uh, to be able to do online. Uh, so that will continue. So in that sense, we view ourselves as a kind of a media company because so much of winning the message is about winning it on social media. And uh, because, by the way, the normal media, I'm sure all your listeners are aware of it. We talked about earlier my experience with the protesters, the, the, the violent protesters outside of uh, the RNC at the White House. I think what you did, when, the, when the mainstream press calls it, you know, just a peaceful demonstration. Um, the, the last couple months, we have been savagely attacked in the major newspapers and for stories that were inaccurate, that we would actually send point-by-point point letters back to the different newspapers saying, this is what was wrong, this is what was not us, this is what you need to fact-check. And uh, because, so we can't rely on the mainstream media to push our message out. That's why it, it's this word of mouth and friends passing information to friends it's just so important us being able to get our message out. It's great that uh, we have a visionary at the helm like you are at this point in time. You foresaw that uh, media being important to uh, the future of FreedomWorks, FreedomWorks.org. All of you go there. And, folks, I certainly, uh, Adam, I want to thank you for coming on with me. I want to give you the last word. Is the, there a parting word for America as we head toward this Labor Day? Well, we hope that you join us in taking a step back. Let's celebrate one another. And, hey, let's pause politics at least for that one day adam you got the last one just one day we're asking people to pause politics and send a picture back to us take a screenshot of you having fun with your friends and family with a big old smile on your face there just hasn't been enough of that uh but there is a light at the end of the tunnel i do believe i I believe in our values and i believe in what made this country a strong great nation uh those we're being tested right now but it seems throughout history every generation you do have to test the strength of the social fabric and if people get involved the only reason that we have these problems right now is that there's so there's just not enough people involved we always hear that phrase throughout history the silent majority well it's time for the silent majority to not be so silent and be, not become passive, but become active participants. I remember hearing a basketball coach yelling at a team once, and he said, look, guys, you have to be an active participant in your rescue, meaning you know, it's going to be up to you to win the game in the third and fourth quarters if you want to win this basketball game. And I think it's the same thing with our democracy. If you, if you have to be an active participant in the salvation of the nation. And that, that's not – being passive and just watching the news is not enough. You have to get involved. Oh, man, that was really strong, Adam Brandon. You, America, have to be an active participant in your rescue. Adam, you know that you're going to hear that again coming out of my mouth somewhere <laughs> on the trail, no doubt about it. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Adam Brandon, thank you so much for being on with me. God bless you, man.